0: Chapter 23, we have done till verse 41. So till 41, whatever uh, has happened to the Avanti Brahmana, it's all about sufferings, it's all about being beaten, his food was snatched, he was ill-treated by people. So once a person gets into spiritual, the first thing that happens is everybody starts hating you and they all isolate you. Isolation happens is because you cannot correlate to their world and they cannot correlate to you. Your world is completely reverse of the material. The material world is all about making money, going places, seeing things, getting married, settling down. These are the things. It's all about lust, greed and all those qualities. But in the spiritual world, it's all about renunciation. It's all about giving up. It's all about, you know, we have detachment, dispassion and seeing God everywhere. Now, these two don't match. And because they don't match, the whole world thinks that you are either mad, insane or you are crazy or you have to be, you know, shunned in the society. Spiritual world is exactly like that. So, you will find that literally everybody in the spiritual domain. It may be Jesus, Buddha or whomsoever. They were always shunned by people. The people who were making money and those who are interested in achieving some objective in this world like the material worldly objectives. So this is exactly what happens. And we have come to a point where the brahmana is now going to tell us something very very important which means he is going to describe certain things in the spiritual domain. So we will Start from there. This is Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 23, The Song of Avanti Brahmana. We are doing verse 42 onwards. The Brahmana said, These people are not the cause of my happiness and distress. Neither are the demigods, my own body, the planets, my past work, or time. Rather, It is the mind alone that causes happiness and distress and perpetuates the rotation of material life. It's an extremely important statement and it is an analysis which the brahmana has done in his life. And it's an analysis which we should also do. We start blaming the world. See how he said it. The brahmana said, these people are not the cause of my happiness and distress. Let us look at the first line, what he says. The people are not the cause of happiness and distress. Now, material worldly people, how do they look at this? They look at it as, I am the one who is affected because of this person. They point out at a person and they say, this man or this woman is the cause of my unhappiness. Think, this is a very very profound statement. We say in this material world, the whole world, actually the whole world looks at this as somebody else is causing my problems. So, and I am in distress because of this person. So, let us look at situations in this world today. You will find that there is a problem going on between say countries. So, each country will say the other one is responsible. So let us say India says Pakistan is responsible. Pakistan says India is responsible. They are not taking the onus on themselves. Nobody is taking the onus on themselves. America says North Korea is responsible. North Korea says America is responsible. They are blaming each other for the unhappiness that is there in their world. Now we come to humans. When humans are concerned, you will find that the parents are thinking that the children are responsible for what has been happening today. And the children are, they are blaming the parents for everything, every problem that is there. (laughs) Every man thinks in life when he is married, he thinks his wife is responsible for all his problems. The wife thinks the husband is responsible. See, the whole world keeps on, it's a blame game. And blaming the other person is the easiest way out. So why did you do this wrong? Because this other person was saying so, he said these words that is the reason why i did this so we love to blame the world for it spirituality teaches us stop this blame game there is no one outside of you who is responsible no one absolutely nobody is responsible these are pawns you know pawns you understand the pawns are there they are playing a game and that game is such where you will find that there's a bishop you know there's a queen everybody has their moves you know even the soldier has a move in a chess game now soldier can move one step at a time you know that one step one step one step one step but the queen she can move paces the bishop the horse you know the different different stages that these coins can move So, in our world, everybody has been given a move. Every individual has been given a move. And they are supposed to do exactly what they are supposed to do. Why is it so? It is their inherent nature. It is in the nature of that object to do those things then why are we blaming them? It is their nature, they are going to do that. The horse is anyway going to neigh and kick you. Okay? What is a donkey going to do? What is a pig going to do? The bird, the eagle, you see there are different kinds of birds, there are different kinds of animals. You cannot expect a lion not to roar and not and just imagine a lion is coming and talking nicely to you. Hello, how are you sir? You remember that very beautiful story? Huh? There is no such thing. No lion is going to come and talk to you nicely. I mean, even if you see lion king, he is is talking about his own kingdom, not about human kingdom. Human are their enemies, according to them. Now, amongst us human, what has happened? We never think of the other person is having his own inherent nature. And that nature is very unique. If you find that there is some person who is really, absolutely brilliant he will have his quirks, isn't it? All the brilliant people in the world have quirks. The person who wrote the first dictionary. The first dictionary on earth was written by a person called Samuel Johnson. Now Samuel Johnson, he was a very intelligent person. But he had his quirks. What were his quirks? Every evening he will go out walking. And there were posts, lamp posts in London. So he would touch the first lamp post, then he would touch the second lamp post, then he would touch the third lamp post, and he would walk. He was a very stout person. And let us say at the thirtieth lamp post, he says. Oh, I think I forgot to touch the 15th lamppost. So he will walk all the way to the 15th lamppost, touch it and then start all over again. Such were the curves. And the funniest part of it all was during the Victorian era, you are not supposed to keep the legs of the table open. You know the legs of the table? Every table has four legs. Huh? Now he was called by the Queen, Queen Victoria. Now this gentleman, he had such a crazy brain that he wanted to see how the legs are. Because it was said that the legs of the, you know, the table were designed like the legs of a woman. If you see, the legs of a table and a chair were in old-fashioned times. They were designed like this, very nicely designed. And now this man wanted to see, so he, the most incredulous thing he did. He lifted the skirt of the queen to see how her legs were. <laughs> and imagine something, somebody doing that. <laughs> he could have had his head chopped off, but no, nothing like that happened. The queen was, queen understood his nature because he had very little you know the common sense as we call it the material worldly common sense so these are called quirks even the most highly educated people have the quirks people like einstein would write formula on the back of a ticket so you can imagine everybody who is intelligent and who is super rich has some quirks. A person like Sam Walton, he never carried even a dollar in his pocket. Just imagine one day when he went flying, okay, with one of his managers and there was no fuel in the aircraft. So he landed the aircraft on one highway and he said to that person, this highway looks like as if we are nowhere. So we need to trudge down to a petrol pump somewhere and buy some gas from there. So the man says, okay, let us go. So when they came to this petrol pump, they say, I don't have any money. I don't carry any money around. <laughs> so even for a phone call, he never had any money. So think about it like that. Finally, he called. they called up his brother and his brother came over there and the whole thing got sorted up. But imagine a person like this does not have anybody. money. <laughs> he is the richest man in the world. He was the richest man in the world. Imagine that. They have their quirks. Normal human beings, they have their idiosyncrasies, they have their problems, they have their nature which is very unique to them. And you cannot blame them. Because it's a part and parcel of their DNA. <laughs> So they are used to that. So why are we blaming them? It is not right for us to blame. A spiritual person doesn't blame anybody. They understand that it is their nature to do so. So if you have somebody in your life who is very angry person, know one thing for sure that person is angry because it's in that person's nature. And when you understand this, you will not want to go in that direction. Because you may have a different nature altogether. So, why bother so much? It is always like this, you know. You can clap with two hands, you you cannot clap with one hand. So, if there is a husband-wife problem going on, (laughs) if there is a Mahabharata going on, you know, the war, it is because there are two hands which are clapping. If the, if the man thinks that the woman is responsible because she likes to do something, he is equally responsible because he is also promoting that thing. <laughs> and the fight happens because both of them are at loggerheads with each other. So, he says the first thing is the, the world is not the cause of my unhappiness and misery. So, first rule in spirituality, stop blaming everybody. Neither are the demigods, nor my own body. Means what? We keep on blaming the gods. What are the gods? So, the gods are those things in nature, which actually affect us very badly. Means what? The nature by itself affects us, isn't it? If it is very cold, what do you do? You will find up now if you are wearing very thin clothes, naturally you will end up having cold. It's a known fact. Then if you are in a warm country and imagine if you are wearing very very thick clothes, then what is going to happen? You are going to sweat. Now look at this entire world. What are we actually doing? We are trying to blame the world. First, we blame the world for the unhappiness and the misery. Second, we are blaming the universe for it. Oh, the universe is like this. I have heard people say, this is a very dirty country. (laughs) India is a very dirty country. Okay. The river Ganga is the most polluted. Okay. There is so much of pollution. 100% right. What are we supposed to do? I can't do anything. Then who can do? It is you who can do. But today, we want to blame everybody else except our own self. So, first, stop this blame game of blaming the gods also. In our body. In our body. Now, do you know, say, let us say you are taking uh, some salty stuff get a small itch in your throat. Okay. That that itch in the throat, after some time, what happens? It gets converted into a sore throat. But isn't your body telling you that there is an itch in your throat? The body is actually informing you something. There are some items which are gaseous in nature. There are some items which are going to be harmful to the body. Like, say, for example, chilies, hot chilies. You know very well you cannot digest the chilies because they burn through. Why do you want to eat them? <laughs> we love to honor our tongue so much that we love to eat that I do. <laughs> and do and drink so much of water. This is our nature. We just want to provoke. Stop that. Too much oily stuff is also very harmful. Too much of butter, too much of cream. You know this very well. And yet, there is no control. The body is telling you something. Then you say, my body is like this. See, look at my stomach. Okay? It's so fat. Why? you didn't care for it you didn't have control now see all these things are pointing towards only one person we'll come to that person in the end so first thing we blame the world for all our problems so brahmana says don't blame the world so he's understood nobody outside this (laughs) that means no person outside is to be blamed second he says no god is to be blamed third he says Don't blame the body. Then he says, the planets. Do you know how much we blame the planets? Those who are interested in astrology, palmistry, you know, all those kind of esoteric art, what do they say? Oh, I have this retrograde. This is a problem in my world. The Saturn is in aspected by this and that. Oh my goodness gracious. You know, the amount of problems that a person says when they look at the astrological charts. In India, we say Sadi Sati. You know, the Saturn, period of Saturn is seven years total. And the seven years are the worst period of my life. Oh, you are blaming Saturn for your problem. That Saturn is some planet out there sitting somewhere, it's not even bothered. Saturn doesn't even know you exist, by the way. You know, the moon also doesn't know you exist. So what is this lunar chart and the solar chart that a person does ephemeris we call it. There is no need. So no planet nobody outside this universe this entire universe can affect you. So the brahmana understands that no horoscopes in this world can affect you. Then he says my past work. Oh this is a very great thing. You know what people say? In the year 1947, before India's independence, I was doing very great stuff. What? During the time of John F. Kennedy, America was progressing very fast. Okay? So now it is not. You don't know. The previous president was very good. This one, not good. Oh, is that so? So you want to blame the current president and the bad. And before this, Narendra Modi, he is doing a great job. What about the previous one? No, 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 he didn't do anything. We love to blame. And this blame is the past people, isn't it? In the same way, we blame our own life also. How do we blame our own life? You know the easiest thing for a man to do? I am going through the troubled times because of my destiny. What do people say? I am going through the troubled times because of my destiny. Let me correct you. Destiny is supposed to take you to that place. How you behave over there is in your hands. Did you understand? The destiny is supposed to make you poor. Let us say. But it is not telling you to become a martyr. I am a poor man. What am I going to do? I don't have money in this world. This kind of thing is not expected of you. A spiritual person recognizes this true meaning of the words. Destiny plays its cards. Whatever is supposed to happen, it will happen. But who has got this power, To do the changes that are necessary. It is you. Isn't it? But we love to blame the past. You know, I didn't study. Because my parents were very poor, they didn't send me to school. Have you heard this sentence? Lots of people who will give you this sentence. I wanted to go to Harvard. I couldn't go. Because... Nobody was interested in me. Nobody cared for me. And by the way, I I had to work very hard during those days. I gathered money. I took care of the family. So who is going to go to Harvard, you tell me? Somebody has to take care of the family. And that is the reason why I couldn't go to Harvard. Oh, is that so? So you are blaming your past for your future? Don't you think this is wrong? Everything that is being said, doesn't it sound very wrong to the ears? You cannot blame something else for what is happening today. People say, you know, it's like, Oh, I don't have the knowledge. Otherwise, you know, I would have done better. I don't have the knowledge. Otherwise, I would have done better. Why are you saying that? Can you not get that knowledge? You get the point? Of course you can get the knowledge. Why are you saying you cannot do that? So, we love to blame our past as well. Then, our time. Oh my God, time is a great factor in our life. This is not the right time. This time is very bad. The whole world is crumbling around me. Nobody is doing business because you know why Amazon is doing business. One Amazon is destroying the whole world. I mean, just imagine if every person thinks that one Amazon and one, you know, what is that Alibaba is destroying this whole world's business. There's something wrong in it. How can one Amazon and one Alibaba destroy the world? This is thing. This is the thing which we keep on blaming. So now did you see how many things we blamed hmm? first one we blame somebody else so i can put the blame on somebody else the normal human beings do this they first blame other people for the problems so if the husband is there he will blame the wife the wife is there he, she will blame the husband so blame game is very good second thing and then why is there unhappiness and distress you know this the answer is i am unhappy and i am in distress Because of my husband, the wife will say, because of my husband, the husband will say, because of my wife. Parents will say, because of the children, the children will say, because of the parents. It's all ulta, reversed. Then, second thing, demigods. The whole nature is against me. The whole world is against me, the whole nature is against me. This is not the right. So nature... When the third one we blame is our own body. You see, I could have run. But I can't walk also. Oh, I have got arthritis. Actually, there is nothing wrong. You see, a person who has arthritis can't walk. Isn't that what is being said? Hmm? Okay. Just put a barking dog behind that person and see what happens. That person will be ready to run also. Oh, they will say, oh, this is a knee jerk reaction, Okay. But it is the same knee where knee jerk happened, isn't it? Okay. The jerk started running with the same knees. Why? We love to blame our own body for it. I let go. I have become so fat. Oh, I am looking very ugly. We keep on blaming our own self. Otherwise, I would have become a beauty queen by now. Or otherwise I would have become, you know, the male GQ person. GQ is a gentleman's, okay, magazine. Mm. Mr. So-and-so. Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger was there. Mr. Universe, somebody like that. I could have been him. (laughs) We love to blame the whole world. That is our own body. Then we love to blame the planets, the charts, the stars are against me. Saturn is in this and Neptune there and you know Jupiter is like this and the planets are not even concerned about you. You are such a small, you know, not even a small ant in this whole universe. And why will that great planet called Saturn and Jupiter want to be is interested in you? You have to be as big as Jupiter to first be interested, isn't it? Then Jupiter will look at you and say, Oh, he's a handsome guy or handsome girl. <laughs> No, we would love to blame the stars. Then the next thing we blame is our own past. What we have done in the past, you know, I should have done this, I should have done that, I didn't do it at that time. We love to blame this. Then the next thing is time, it's a bad time. So, spiritually perfect people do not do this, they will never blame these so many things. They never blame the world for their problems. They understand a very, very important thing. And what is that thing? Rather, it is the mind that causes happiness and distress and perpetuates the rotation of material life. The biggest culprit in this world is the mind. We will start from say let us say a married couple the man says the wife is sitting at home and not doing anything i go to work out or whatever he is doing and she is sitting the whole day who is told him that oh one day when i came home early and i saw her she was sleeping oh is that so And you have generalized it and in your mind and you have made a judgment on this woman saying that she is a lazy person. But isn't she the same person who has given birth to your children and sent them to school taking care of their studies and done everything else? The mind never told you so. Hmm? Or the same thing you know. The husband may be working very hard or whichever way you look at it. why do the person have to become suspicious about this one thing? So what happened to that love? What happened to that emotion which they had when they were falling in love and getting married? All that is gone. See? So who has told you that? You are making judgments with the mind. Countries like America or North Korea or India and Pakistan are judging the other country. They are thinking they are the villains. Isn't that so? Now, there was a very beautiful uh, video that I saw yesterday. In that video, they want to celebrate Christmas in America so the person says you see i don't want anything from china everything that we have from china we should put it in a container so they brought a big container you know containers the big ones so they brought a big container outside their house and then they started that there were small children there so they started first the christmas tree why it has to go out made in china Then the television made in China, the coffee maker made in China, everything in their house was made in China, including the decoration lights, Hmm? literally all objects were made in China. So what are you left with finally? Hardly anything. So everything that was there, including the phones, are made in China. So you see the phones, you see that you know the television, the toaster, you name it, everything. The microwave to whatever in the house is made in China. And they had they were stuffing it in the container. So finally he looks at his wife. That man looks at his wife and says, Now what is left? How are we going to celebrate Christmas? So the main exercise was to remove the Chinese goods from the house. Were they successful? No. What is this reason? Why did this happen? Why have they come to this stage? The understanding is they have come to this stage is because dependencies are there. The U.S. people are dependent on buying everything from outside. They had such wonderful companies which used to make such beautiful things. Nobody remembers them. There were some really great, you know, companies which made planes, cars. What happened to the cars? All the Toyotas and Kias and all these companies came in. The Germans took over. Huh? The Mercedes-Benz came in, BMWs came in. What happened to all the cars? The whole world used to admire General Motors, Ford and Chrysler. You know, they used to love those cars, massive, big cars. When I was a kid, we used to think of Impala. We used to think of you know, the, the beautiful red color cars and stuff like that. And, Today, what has happened? Oh, everybody is thinking of the Toyotas. Why? Who has let it happen? There were very great shipbuilding yards. They have shifted to Europe. There were big manufacturing companies of washing machines. You remember the old washing machines, the old Westington houses, you know, the refrigerators. What happened to the frigidaires? Now we have LG, Samsung. What what is this LG and Samsung? So America, which was such a great nation, let it go out of their hands by buying everything from cheaper countries. Isn't that the reason? So why are we blaming the Chinese for it? In India also, there was a great movement called Swadeshi movement. Swadeshi movement was started by Mahatma Gandhi. He said, don't buy anything from abroad. The country is self-sufficient. Please make everything over here. Till four years ago, everything was imported. The biggest import bill today, which comprises of more than 50% of our external expenses, is because of oil. India is dependent on oil. 50% of the billions of dollars that India spends is on oil and buying goods from China. Why India can make much better. So the current prime minister has decided we are going to stop all imports from China. But can he stop that? Everybody wants an iPhone, Hmm? everybody wants a Samsung, a refrigerator has to come from Korea. Literally everything in the house is like that. A Sony television. It is said Sony is made in Japan. Unfortunately, it is made in China. Go behind and open it and see. A Sony television comes from China. This is the strangest part. Day before yesterday, I was seeing one object. It said, you know what? Made in Taiwan. What is Taiwan known by another name? People's Republic of China, it's a part of China. Taiwan may be a different country but we think it is one and Chinese also think it is theirs. So end of the day it is still the same. This came about because there was no retrospection. Nobody thought that I have to take the step of not buying those things. Can those same Christmas trees not be made in America, such a big country? Of course you can make it. America is sitting on oil. From oil, you know what they are doing? They are exporting oil and they are importing the oil products back into America. For what? Nobody knows. India is the largest exporter of iron ore. They send iron ore and buy the finished goods. Why India has got billions of people 1.3 billion people and India can't make those things in India. They can. Introspection is very very important. Thinking about yourself. Why can I not do it? Why can America not do it for itself? Why buy somebody else's goods? Nobody says you cannot borrow the intellect from other people. Nobody says you cannot. You see, there are intelligent people abroad. Yeah, you can buy them. Let them come to your country and make the things. Isn't that true? India has a very simple policy as far as this is concerned. You know what they are doing? They are buying the weapons from abroad and they are telling the companies, you sign on the dotted line that you are going to do technology transfer to us. Very simply, it means that you cannot make your goods in your own way. You have to transfer all the technology to India. The moment you transfer the technology, India is going to use the technology to make its own. (laughs) As simple as that. (laughs) This is what has to be done. America need not bow down to all the world pressure and it has to do. But first introspection, where is the problem? See the problem? This brahmana has understood the problem. The problem is connected to the mind. (laughs) So the biggest culprit is the mind. Stop thinking negative. Think positive. Yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. No God, no time, nobody on this planet earth can dissuade you in reaching your success. Remember, even destiny cannot dissuade you. Destiny is written for only performance of certain actions. Understand? What is destiny? I will give you an example of a destiny also. We think, okay, that, you know, I am going to stay in a small town. I am going to stay in a small town. And I am a very intelligent person. And I have technology as my backdrop. That means I am a MIT graduate. So when you stay in a small town, what happens? Oh, the entire center is in Silicon Valley. They have everything. I don't have anything. I faced a similar problem a few months ago. I will tell you my problem. The place where I stay is literally like a village. There is nothing here whereas the bandwidth is concerned. If you see all my satsans, I say these words, I will shift the band, I will shift the network. You have heard me say. What does that mean? It means that the bandwidth which I am using is very less. Correct? So my problem was I needed a very very fast network. So I told my students I said we have to find in this world where is the fastest network. So only two places came up or rather three. One is called Bangalore, second one is called Hyderabad and third one is called Delhi. Delhi we will not go because it is fully polluted. Number one. Hyderabad the bandwidth is only in small pockets. Bangalore, excellent location, highest bandwidth available. You know, the transference rate is one G one one terabyte. Eh? Is mm-hmm. Very fast network. But do I need to shift to Bangalore? Remember where we started? An MIT person is staying in a village. And, his work is in Silicon Valley. Does he need to shift from here to there? No. Everybody thought that my going to Bangalore will solve the problem. I need the problem to be solved. So I can be where I am. And I can use the network, the bandwidth in Bangalore. You know very simply how it works? The way United States buys stuff from China, outsourcing. So, sitting over here, I can record whatever I have to, send it to Bangalore, and Bangalore can do all my back-end job. Because today, courier services are very good, you know. I can transfer the things, and Bangalore is just one hop away. One air flight, you know, it takes about one and a half hours. So if I really have to do something, I can just take a flight and go over there, hand over the things, do what I, whatever I need to and then come back. It's not a problem. So answers lie within us, not outside of us. So I should not blame the place. So did you understand? Blaming the place is very, very easy. Don't blame the place. Don't blame the time also. This is a good time. Right now is the good time. No. 2018 is a very good time. Why? Now I got holidays, no? Today is the 24th year in India. Everybody is in Christmas mood. The whole of Goa is drinking. So I will also do that. Baba. Oh, wow. Why? <laughs> Today is the right time, at the right place. Huh? No God is against us, <laughs> no God is against us, no God outside, you know, the weather is not good, this is not happening, that is not happening, power is not, you know how many things we blame, don't blame anything. Body, of course you are capable, if I give you a kick in your ass, you will start moving. You know that, it's very simple. So. <laughs> Start moving. Keep on moving. Johnny Walker says so. Keep walking. Right? (laughs) The tagline is keep walking. So like Johnny Walker we should walk. The truth is stop this blame game on everything. It is your own mind which tells you you cannot do it. It is this problem in every human being. The mind is the culprit. Don't blame another person don't blame the country don't blame anybody in this world start at home the correction has to start from within us right we have to start our corrections and if we are going to wait for you know eternity then nothing is going to change who is the one who needs to change me So the Brahmana understood this very, very important lesson. The cause of my misery and unhappiness is the mind alone. My mind has given me all wrong ideas. How does it do? The mind, the powerful mind actuates the functions of the material modes from which evolve the different kinds of material activities in the mode of goodness, ignorance and passion. From the activities in each of these modes develops the corresponding statuses of life. Seems like a difficult verse, so let us try to break it down. The powerful mind actuates the functions of the material modes. Do you know what is an actuator? Somebody puts it on, you know that switch, switch which comes on and off hmm? actuates. The functions of the material modes. It is the mind which tells you, you are miserable. It is the mind which tells you, today you are very happy. It is the mind which tells you, you are the loser. And it is the mind which tells you, you can win. So the mind is the one who is actually guiding you most of the time, isn't it? It is started a trigger in you. Tuck, like that. It tells you, I am not used to this. Yeah, I cannot remember. It tells you all these things, isn't it? It tells you, oh, if only you had this, you could have done that. Means what? Oh, you could have become great, great master chef if you had all the implements with you. You know, the entire kitchen table is filled with all the knives and this and that, then only you can become great. Who has told you that? Your mind has told you that. Your mind has told you that today if only I had the money, I would have reached the stars. If I had the money, I would have studied so much. Isn't it so? So it has started an actuation. That's an, an It started a trigger action. Functions of material mode. There are three kinds of functions which are basically connected to the three gunas. Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. It is the mind which tells you three different kinds of modes. it, It triggers that action in you. The loser says, I don't think I can do it. This is not the right time, you know. I could have done it when I was very young. Oh, what is your age now? You are only 25-26 years of age and you are saying you are very young, then you could have done it. Then what are you now? You are only 25-26. And you are saying if, if I was young, oh that means you were talking about some when you are 18, 20, 21. And then there are people from my age who will say you know when I was young I could have done this and I could have done that. Today I can't do. I have finished you know my age is nearly over another 20 years. I don't know how many years I will live. But this is the right time to do a lot of things. You know that day you saw my picture with the cycle. I rode cycle from the age of 4 to 20. From the age of 4 to 20. 16 years I rode a cycle. And after that, for the next 30 whatever number of years, 40 years, I never rode a cycle. But I could still take the cycle uphill. I could still go properly on the cycle. Then I went to the beach. And I told these people, you walk ahead. So I let them go some distance. And then I jogged from the place where I was standing to that place. I cannot say I cannot jog. I have to jog. I have to walk. I have to run. I have to do everything. It is the mind which tells you, you cannot do. I am like this, I cannot do. My body is not capable of Who says you are not capable of? Everything in this world you are capable of. Do not give yourself that kind of an idea. So, the mind, when it actuates, when it puts it on, it puts you in these three states. One, Sattva, Rajas, Tamas. What does Sattva tell you? Of course you can do. You are capable. You know in the past you could run for 6 kilometers, 7 kilometers a stretch. You can do it. And who says you have become old? Hmm? This is what Sattva tells you. Rajas tells you, you can beat anybody on earth, you see. And by the way, why do you need to run? You have got a car, isn't it? Take the car and go to that place. It's the ego which stands up all there. It tells you the easy way out of that whole thing. You know? And it tells you, you know, you are a rich man, you got a car, you can why do you need to run and walk and all that? Go in a car. So the person says, Yeah, you are right, you know. Why do I need to do all this nonsense? If I want something done, I'll tell other people to run. Maybe I can just walk, or maybe I can come by car. That's what the people do, isn't it, in this world? Huh? How do they treat it? Like that. Exactly like this. So Rajas treats you. You don't need to do all that. And Tamas tells you, have you seen your age? You are an old person, you know. You're incapable. You know everybody at this age has got arthritis, this problem, that problem. And by the way, you, you may have a heart problem, you know. You got diabetes, you got this, you have got that, you know. Last week you had those troubles. Do you remember? You just got up from your flu. How can you run? And today you have not eaten anything. How many reasons? I mean just think. A person who is in the tamasic mode. Keeps on giving reasons after reasons after reasons for not doing something. Person in the rajasic mode will say. I can overdo. I can, I can do it better. Which way? by flying to that place, by going by car, walking, (laughs) that's not my cup of tea. I don't like to walk. You know why? Because I got a car. I can just zoom up to that place. And Sattva says, no, you can walk, you can run, you can do anything in this world if you only take it in your mind that you can do. And it is the mind which actuates these three actions. I hope you understood this. Anything in the world is possible to do is the sattva guna. Person who says, I can do it better and keeps on boasting about things and no end that ego will stand up is rajas. And the third one who says, nothing is possible. I am the worst person on earth, this is the worst thing to do, keeps on blaming the whole world is tamaguna, that is the tamas. So, these are the three things from which evolve the different kinds of material activities in the modes of goodness, ignorance and passion. I hope you understood this. Mode of goodness is sattva. Mode of ignorance uh, ignorance is tamas and passion is of rajas. So, it has to be ignorance, tamas, passion, rajas and Sattva is goodness. Sattva is always good. It is white in color. White color represents goodness. In this world we have always represented white as goodness. So it is Sattva guna. Second one is passion. Passion is represented by red color. Isn't it? Passion is always red. You have seen red roses, you know, Valentine's Day, blah blah, all those things. Hmm. Red is all about passion. It is all about Rajas. Rajasic guna. Third one. Black. I can't do this. Nothing is possible. The whole world is black. I cannot. It's all about ignorance. Ignorance is covered by black. So these three colors represents the three gunas. From activities in each of these modes develops the corresponding statuses of life. So whichever activity that you do using your mind I will give one or two more examples. Suppose there is a businessman. The businessman is not doing any work. Now we gave an example of Amazon. So he says, you know, because of Amazon, I cannot do any business. So he has blamed Amazon. So what does he do? I give up. There is nothing in this world possible. I cannot do anything. He is in the guna. The second person, there is an easy way of making money. I can sell substandard goods. I can do this. I can make money. You can make money whichever way. Passion is in the Rajaskuna. Sattva, I will work hard. I will make this place into a beautiful place. I will really, really put in all the efforts that are necessary. This is the third one. There may be any Amazons in this world, nothing is going to deter me. In in spirituality, also it's the same thing by the way. It's the mind which tells you. See, this is the second example I am giving. In spirituality, it's the mind which tells you, you know, you have always been a duffer, an ignorant person all your life. Do you think you will understand what these people are talking about? No. You are incapable. The mind says so. Or the mind says, Oh, all these books, I can do them just like this. I have read all the spiritual texts in the world. You think I don't know? (laughs) This is a passionate person what does the satguru guna person says i will learn under my guru i will understand everything whatever he says and i will be under the grace of my guru and god and learn everything properly because i have to go somewhere my spiritual wheel has to happen and i need to overcome this you know this mind which is there the mind tells me not to do I know I am capable I can get up in the morning I can do all those things possible so this is a person in satva Guna so spiritual world also we have these kind of people so we have come to the end of this verse, verse 43 so I will just do a recap of the verses Canto 11 chapter 23 Srimad Bhagavatam, the song of Avanti Brahmana In the two verses, the brahmana says, I have understood that the entire problem in my life is not because of other people. It is not because of some external sources like nature. It is not because of my body. It is not because of the planetary influence that is astrological charts. It is not because in the past I have not understood. It is not because of time also. My unhappiness and my distress is only because of my mind. My mind is the biggest culprit. My mind has told me all the negatives in the world. And I have to overcome this because I am capable. So how does this mind help or not help? The mind creates the functions of the material nature. What does it say? The mind tells you all the wrong stuff. Sometimes it tells you, you are incapable. You should not do anything. You should just go to sleep. Maybe somebody else will do the job. This nature is called tamoguna or tamas or called ignorance. The second thing which your mind tells you, You can do anything in this world. You can beat the hell out of anybody. You are capable. And by the way, you can use any methods. Foul methods also allowed. This is called the modes of passion. Then the mind has got the third mode which is called the guna of sattva. When the person is in sattva guna, it will say, no, you have to really work very hard. You have to work in such a way that you will be able to achieve your objectives. And do it in a proper systematic manner. Be honest about it. Be persistent, consistent. Persevere. Be truthful about it. That is the only way of reaching your objective. So the mind tells you these three things. Which one would you like to accept right now? So please remember, it is not the external sources which can cause problem to you. The problem is caused by your own mind. And the mind has given you some different pictures. So, next time when we do the lessons, we are going to start from where we are going to leave today. So he is going to give us an understanding how this can be overcome. So I will stop over.